0: With you. In your reading, we're gonna read verses chapter one. And we're gonna read verses one to three, reading it from the Applify. and We're not even gonna touch verse three. We, we're gonna stop, camp out at, finish up one and camp out at verse two. And it reads from the Amplified. If you don't have the Amplified, it'll be on the screen before you. And it reads as such in our hearing. Paul, an apostle, special messenger of Christ Jesus, the Messiah, by the divine will, the purpose of the choice of God, to the saints, that is, the consecrated, set-apart ones, at Ephesus, who are also faithful and loyal and steadfast in christ jesus, yes, god, jesus. may grace god merited favor and spiritual peace which means peace with god harmony unity undisturbedness be yours from god our father and from the lord jesus christ may blessings as praise adulation and eulogy be to god the father and of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah, who has blessed us in Christ with, with every spiritual, that is, given by the Holy Spirit, blessing in the heavenly realm. let's it. I ain't going to even get that far. So. To um, this morning, if you will walk with me. We would try to deal with that. i really got two things. One is, it's a sub-theme to knowing who you are in Christ, but, but, but there's two things, and you'll see how I will put it together. One is blessed to be a blessing. You are blessed to be a blessing. If you are in Christ Jesus, you are blessed. But you're not just blessed just to sit there and say, I'm blessed. You are blessed. To be a blessing. Yeah. Then, then if we catch that. Then, then it, it goes without saying. That there's a blessing in the house. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. There's a blessing. In the house. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Father even now. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father even now. Father even now Father even now Lord take me where you want me to go you speak you minister you do what only you can do I make myself available to you so Lord if you will have your way in the midst of this service have your way in the mighty name of Jesus in the mighty name of Jesus we pray Amen. Amen. Paul is trying to take our eyes off of earthly things and put it on spiritual things. He is trying to show us that the blessing that we have in Jesus is is far beyond anything that we have here on on earth. He's trying to move our eyes off of what is around us to what we see, to what we don't see, so that we will be able to, to bring into reality into our lives the blessings that we have. He, he, he makes the 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 argument that that we haven't seen anything yet. <laughs> He makes the case that that which we think we are walking in, there's more of Jesus. There, there's more spiritual blessings, that there is a higher height. Yeah. Yeah. That, 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 that if we just reach up, it's already ours. But we have to take hold and learn what is ours before we can ever apply it into our lives. Now, let's listen to what I'm saying. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes. Paul knows that there's a struggle on the earthly plane, yeah. but he says don't keep your eyes on the earthly plane because reality is in the spiritual plane. Yes, <laughs> he just got through talking about, oh, we are saints. We've been called out. We are filled with the Holy Spirit, that there's been a change in our life, that a transformation has taken place. We are consecrated, that the Holy Spirit has already done a finished work. God calls us saints. God calls us holy. God calls us righteous. Listen, it's been inputted into our account. You have a heavenly account in heaven, and in that account is full. I'm going I'm to say it like I said to the kids, God put on sunglasses, and the sunglasses have been painted in the blood of Jesus, and he don't see us the way you see you. He sees you through the blood of Jesus, and since the blood has covered everything, he sees you just as though you are Jesus. I want to know today, is there anybody covered under the blood? Covered under the blood? (laughs) Covered under the blood? Listen, 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 listen. Your account is on full and there's nothing you can do about it. Let me speak to them over here. Your account is on full and there's nothing that the devil in hell can do about it. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. God sees you as holy in spite of you. Yes. Oh, y'all didn't hear somebody here you need to say that with me. God sees me as holy in spite of me. positionally positionally, positionally because of Christ Jesus, I and you are holy. But wait a minute, but wait a minute. That does not give us an excuse to act in your way. That does not give us an excuse to go out and do any old thing and, and then say positionally it's okay. See, in the relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, when you begin to understand the cost that he paid to give you what he has given you, it keeps you from, it keeps you from acting any your way. When you count the cost that Jesus paid to, 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 to save you from yourself, you get to can't help it. Hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute. When it's based not on information, but when it's based on your relationship with Jesus, love make you act right. Oh, uh, y'all don't hear me. Somebody don't hear me. Hold on, huh It's dangerous to have this information without being in love with Jesus because just having the information, you think you can get away with anything. But when you connect the information to what Jesus has done, love will control you. Love will keep you. Matter of fact, love will make you do what you don't want to do. Positionally, God has put things in our account like righteousness, like holiness, and he has accounted it as such towards you because he took what was in Jesus' account and put it in your account. But it cost Jesus everything. That's why we're not called to religion. We're called to Jesus. That's why over 14 times Ephesians chapter 1 says, In Christ, within him, within the beloved, because he wants us not to forget that the reason why we can walk in our benefits is because Jesus paid it all. And if we quit, falling in love with Jesus, then all we got is a religion of don't do's. But when you got Jesus, it makes you free because you love him. I believe that we stand between two positions. We stand between what we are positionally because it's been given to us. But when we recognize what's been given to us, it ought to move us to act a certain way. When you understand how much he loves you. When you understand what he did to save you. When you rehearse back what you used to be and God brought you out of that. And even though you may not be all that you need to be, Thank God you're not what you used to be. When you think back that what could have happened and didn't happen, when you think back how God kept you from yourself, when you think back the door, he didn't allow to happen. You try to go through that door, but God kept the door shut. Watch this, watch this in verse 1, in verse 1. He says, At Ephesus, who are faithful, loyal, steadfast in Christ Jesus. Amen. He says, Let me commend you, the saints in Ephesus, because you have been found to be faithful, loyal, steadfast. In Christ. Listen, here, He's not talking about what's been inputted into their account, but he's talking about how they're acting because of who they are. Uh Uh Mm -hmm. (laughs) See, there's some things that have nothing to do with you, but there's some things that has everything to do with you. And what he's saying is you are acting like who you are. You are acting out. You are demonstrating that, that, that what you know what Christ has done, and you are starting to act like who you are. Amen. Now, I know it's God in you, but you are allowing God to manifest himself in you. Did you know that you can't do nothing in yourself? Not a thing. Oh, you don't believe me. Okay, Let, let's go to Philippians chapter 2, verse 12. Because in Philippians chapter 2, verse 12, he tells us in the B part to work out your own salvation. What does he mean by that? He says, work out, let, let it flow that which God has already placed in you let it flow, that you have to agree. You have to consciously allow God to be God in you. He's in you, but you got to allow him to come out of you. It's a work to allow because the old nature still wants to block. The old nature still wants to raise his ugly head. So, therefore, you and I have to work out what is in us. So, work out. Your salvation. What? The salvation you already have. Not working towards salvation, but salvation is already yours. And the gift of salvation is that your nature has been changed on the inside. Now what you have to do is get yourself out of the way so that God can be a blessing through you. Know what? Your biggest battle isn't with Satan. Your biggest battle is with you. Now don't get me wrong. Satan is active. He's busy. He well and alive on planet Earth. <laughs> but, but Satan, he, how can I say? He, he can't do nothing we we'll allow him. To do. He can mess with your circumstance, but he can't make you make a choice. If you are a saint, you got the ability to choose what you want to do. Oh, yes, Let me help you. You can't blame the devil for what you do if you're a saint. Look what it says. He says, understand that there's this spiritual dimension of working out your salvation. We ought to be sensitive. Fear and trouble is, is, is a sensitivity. This is not something that we just stumble across or we walk in as habit. This is every day. Every day. We, you wake up and you got to kill yourself. Not, not physically, but, but you got to make yourself lie down. You got to tell the old you to shut up. You, you, you got you to you tell the old self, say, no, nah, we're not doing what you want to do. We're doing what the Lord wants to do every day. Matter of fact, you got to stop three or four or five times a day and tell self to shut up. Because throughout the day, self will try to rise itself up and get an attitude. That's why you just can't praise him in the morning and praise him at night. You best find a place to praise God all day long. Sometimes you got to get by yourself because you can feel an attitude coming up. Yeah. Folks, get on your last nerve, and if you don't watch it, they will move you out of the spirit into the natural, and you'll reach back and grab some stuff you thought was dead a long time ago. I mean, this, this is a choice that, we, that you work to stay in the spirit. You work to stay there. You, you learn to get in his presence. You learn to give it over to God. You learn to say, I will do what God tells me." Next verse. Watch, watch, watch this next verse. Watch this next verse. It says, 1213. it says, For it is God. Say this with me. For it is God who is at work in you. Huh? Huh? Hold on. It is God. If you are a saint, it is God in you, working in you to bring out of you what he placed in you. Hold on. 24-7. God is working in you and me to do in us what we can't do ourselves. 24-7, God is at work in us to bring out of us what we can't, what we can't produce in the natural. This is a spiritual thing. Some of y'all think that the Holy Ghost is just for Sunday at church. The Holy Spirit is to help you live the way you ought to live every single day. Listen, God is not entrusting us to do it. So he got in us to help us do it. Matter of fact, all he wants us to do is get out the way and let him do it. Listen, listen this. Watch, watch how deep this goes. Both to will. What you mean? Your old self don't want to. But your old, but your new self wants to. The old self says no. When the new self says yes. Now the question on the floor is who are you listening to? If we are saved, there is a voice, there is a prompting, there is a nudging that is going on inside of us to direct us to do what is right. Hold on. But there's another voice that's telling us to do your own thing. Listen, we got two voices going off yes, on the inside of us. Now, <laughs> no, no, that's what it says. But it is God to give us the will Thank to work for his. Hold on, let's watch this. God is working in us to please himself through us. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. God wants us to be a pleasure to him. wants our life to be lived in such a way that he is pleased with us. Listen, now watch this. And what he has done is put himself in us to give us everything we need so that our life can satisfy him. Sounds like to me he stacked the deck. (laughs) Sounds like to me that we got everything we need. Sounds like to me, we some powerful folks. Sounds like to me, that God is is working it out. Sounds like to me, there's not much the devil can do to stop you from getting you, from stopping you from getting you where God's trying to take you. Sounds like to me, that if you trust Jesus, that everything is going to be all right sounds like to me that since he started it, he's going to finish it. It sounds like to me that even though you're going through hell right now, keep your hands in Jesus' hands because everything is going to be all right. Sounds like to me that if you keep your eyes on Jesus, we're going to win after a while. Sounds like to me we're all. Morning conquers. Sounds like to me there's no way in hell you're gonna lose. Sounds like to me, sounds like to me, sounds like to me, God done, done this thing. He started at the end, went to the beginning, and said, It's finished, it's finished. So, what we worried about. So, what we worried about. Because the God in you is more than the devil outside of you. So, what you worried about. If we could ever catch hold of what God has already done. I'm not talking about what he's going to do, but what he has already done. I tell you what, you get, you will get a strut and say, it doesn't matter what's going on around me because I know who's on the inside of me. Come hell or high water, I'm already a conqueror. Victory. through. Don't go by what you feel. Go by what he said he has already done and he's working it out. He's already working it out. Listen, if God got unlimited power, if God has unlimited power, then the harder it gets, the more he rises up. Amen. 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 Did you hear that? Amen. The harder it gets, the more grace is manifest. Amen. Amen. Yes, sir. The more the devil throws mess at you, the more the God says, No, 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 no. <laughs> Yes, Lord Jesus. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. I'm talking about who we are in Christ Jesus. I mean, not tomorrow, right now. We don't need anything more. Right now, He says this is true concerning you and concerning me. But if the devil gets in our mind and make us feel like something other than who we are, then we do not activate what we got. My brother says, we live this thing by faith. We don't see it, but somehow you gotta keep your eyes. Oh, Jesus, there ought to be such an atmosphere when we come in this house that we know that if I make it the church, if I make it where other saints are and their God speak to my God the Holy Ghost inside of me, then I know I'm going to get what I need. The problem is we come in here with a nasty attitude. Listen, 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 listen. We block our blessing by not knowing we are blessers. Let me say it again. We block our own blessing by not knowing that you've been created to be a blesser. Okay, somebody said prove it. Okay, let's prove it. Look at verse 2. Paul says, may grace, God's unmerited favor, and spiritual peace which means peace with God and harmony, unity, and undisturbedness, be yours. For Hold on. With every book Paul writes, he dispenses a blessing. Uh-huh. It is not just a greeting. He is dispensing what he knows is the believer's. And he is speaking it to them, saying, if you're not walking in them, I speak this over you so you can enter into what is already yours. He believed in the power of blessing. He believed that if he spoke it, that perhaps someone in hearing it would say, that's mine. That's mine. I know I'm going through a whole lot, but but Paul says, that's mine. And that by hearing it, their faith will rise up, snatch it out of the atmosphere. That by hearing it, their faith will say, that's mine. Turn turn, turn to your neighbor and say, "Peace peace be yours. Blessing be yours. Did you catch that? Did you catch that? Did you catch that? Did you, that? matter of fact, somebody didn't catch it. So, so, say it like you mean it. Somebody, say it like when you say it, there's power in your words. Peace be to you. Blessings be unto you. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm not teaching you that there's power in your saying. I'm teaching you that when you say what the word says, the word itself has And because the Holy Ghost is inside of you, you can say what God says, and a person can hear the words by faith, and something happens on the inside. Listen, not what I say, but if I, you got to understand something. You got to understand something. When I come in here, I come in here with a word from the Lord. And I tell myself I'm gonna open up my mouth and there's enough power in the word that I have in my mouth because I'm speaking his word to you and I know I I know I know listen listen you gotta understand if I did not know something was going to happen. There are some days I wouldn't even show up. But in spite of what I may feel, in spite of what I may be going through, I, I, I grew up myself and said, I got a word that's going to change somebody's life. And I stand up here believing God's word If you are ready to receive a word, just you hear the word, there's enough power in the house to change the way you see your perspective because there's power in the word. But wait a minute. I now see something else. It's just not where I speak. It's when you speak. Huh? That means that if y'all speak to one another the word of God, something gonna happen. If you come in here saying, Lord, I'm ready to bless somebody, I got a word for somebody, I'm gonna bless somebody. Listen, some folks come in here ready to fight. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Great, yes, sir. I'm going to roll my eyes at them today. Yes. <laughs> yes. They're going to know that I don't like them today. Uh-huh. I'm going to hurt somebody's feelings today. Yes, sir. Listen, I'll listen. If, if 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 I was coming to church with that attitude, I wouldn't come. Why waste your time? You might as well stay home and keep your attitude to yourself. That's why you can't afford to let somebody else block your blessing. I don't care what they say. I don't care, I don't care how they roll their eyes at you. That's the devil trying to stop you from getting yours. Matter of fact, bless them. Bless them and you go ahead and praise God anyhow. You make up your mind, I can't, I can't to bless somebody. And when you bless somebody, don't you know God blesses you? I'll tell you what you do. The next time you're going through depression, you need to take a trip to the nursing house. You need to go to to, to, to the hospital. You need to take a trip to the hospice. Take a Bible with you. Take a song with you. Ask folks who haven't had a visitor for a long time, can you come in and have a song with them? Listen, they don't have to know you. God knows you. And if you come wanting to bless somebody, I declare God will put folks in your way. Folks will come out of nowhere. The Holy Ghost will make you stop and say, Go bless him. Go talk to him. Go pray with him. You want somebody else and say, God said, Get $10 there. God said, Do this, do that. All you have to do is make yourself available, and the Holy Ghost in you will the very folks you go to bless will bless your socks off with your shoes on I've seen folks that from a physical standpoint were so down and out I didn't know how they was making it and here they are praising God oh, praising God in a hospice bed with a terminal disease. And they're saying, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus. Praise his holy name. And then we walk in, because things are not going like we want them to go, but still got some portion of our health, still, still, got, still, got, still got our right mind. And here they are. We don't know what it is. They know when they're gonna die. And they giving God the praise. And you sit there saying there's a joy that they have. That's a pastor's understanding. Lord, if you can do it for them, hold on, hold on, hold on, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I believe that joy is contagious. It is ecstatic. Yes, sir. I believe that when you get in a room with folks that got joy something on the inside begin to rise up and the next thing you know you 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 came in with the wrong attitude but if you open God will change your attitude before you Listen. listen you got the Holy Ghost inside of you you got the Holy Ghost inside of you you all over here got the Holy Ghost. They got the Holy Ghost. From back to end is the Holy Ghost. So we got all this Holy Ghost up in the house. You, when you tell me that something shouldn't happen in this place. You come with your Holy Ghost. I come with my Holy Ghost. We come with our Holy Ghost. And we ought to be speaking blessings to one another. Then y'all have the nerve to get hot. Listen. And they frowning at y'all, saying anyhow. Don't worry about folks getting happy with you. Get happy all by yourself. Listen, every time I preach, I see folks falling asleep on me. Every time I preach, I see folks looking at me like nothing going on. You know what I said? I said, keep on listening because I'm going to preach the H-E-L-L out of you. Sooner or later, sooner or later, sooner or... The devil got to go because there's power. There's power in the house. There's power in the house. And when we all start speaking the word of God to each other... I tell you what, we haven't seen anything. This is a faith thing. This is a faith thing. There's power. There's no way that we should come here Sunday after Sunday and leave here the same. Did you know? That as a Christian, you can be stuck. You can be stuck. One of the biggest areas of being stuck is when we haven't forgiven folks. We think we have, but we haven't. We think we have. Listen. Listen. If you have trouble loving folks, perhaps it's not the folks, it's you. Let me me explain. The Holy Ghost enables us to love folks in spite of them. (laughs) Now, don't get me wrong. There's some folks that is hard. get the point to love, But if you got the love of Jesus, you don't have to get in their way and let them run over you, but you can be praying for them and loving them from a distance. You don't have to be a walking mat for them. Get up, get out their way. Don't get in their way. I love you, but I don't have to put myself in. But I refuse for you to steal my joy. I refuse. I refuse. I absolutely refuse for you to steal my peace. I'm not gonna stay up all night wondering why you don't like me. I really don't care that you don't like me. I really don't care. I'm commanded to love you. Now, if you don't like me, take it up with Jesus. Pray for me. And whatever needs to be changed, he can change me. That's what I'm doing for you. Listen, we allow itsy-bitsy, tiny, needy little things to get in our way. You know what? That's some some things don't even require for you to go to folks. Just forgive them. I mean, itsy-bitty. Tiny weenie, bitty bitty, can't even see it. But I'm gonna go to them and tell them off. It's see bitty, tiny minnie. To tell them, let it go. Yeah. Then there's some big things that's hard to listen. Talking to Doctor Smith, and he said this. He says, he says, it's not just hard to forgive; it's impossible to do it without the help of the Lord. It's impossible. Watch me go through this. Bible says that, that in order to be forgiven, you have to forgive. Now understand that forgiveness is in Jesus. So he's not talking about not being forgiven by the blood. But we're saying that within the package of salvation is your healing. That's right. That's right. Let me say that again. Within the package of your salvation is your healing that he would not have allowed the hurt in your life to happen unless he was able to heal it. Yeah. Wow. Isaiah 61 is the verses that I was called from. In those verses, it's saying that I have come to heal the brokenhearted. You will also find it in Luke chapter 4 verse 18 when Jesus begins his ministry and he quotes this out of Isaiah 61 and he, and he is commencing his ministry of really what it's about. And what he says is, I know sin has hurt you, but now that I am here, the good news is that I will heal your broken heart. He said, I know that, that what people have done for you has, 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 has put you, made you in captivity, but I have come to release you from your captivity. I know that because life is hard that you've been bruised, but I came to let you know that I am a liberator of those who've been bruised. I know you got ashes in your life, but I want you to know I got the power to bring beauty out of your ashes. I have come to know I got an exchange system. If you come to me, I will take your mourning and give you the spirit of joy that you can praise me in spite of what has happened to you. I came to let you know that no matter what life has done to you, I'm able to fix you in spite of what the devil did to you. I will turn it around. But wait a minute. But wait a minute. But wait a minute. The way you do it, you have to forgive what was done to you. Admit that it was done. Admit that it hurt. Then give it to Jesus. Take it to the Lord. Lay it at his feet. Don't stay stuck. You don't have to be stuck. Jesus came to set the people free. The truth, the truth will set you free. The devil is a liar and the truth is not in him. In the house, in the house, in the house is your blessing. Hold on, hold on there ought to be things going to pop in the house. Walk in here one way. Walk out another way. Because by hearing a continuous note of praise, by hearing the word of God, by, by encouraging one another, you stir up something. There ought to be some stirring up that happened in the house. That's why it's so important that whatever you, 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 you are laboring with, you leave it on the outside. You got to make up your mind. I have come to get mine. I'm going to bless somebody while I'm getting mine. Doesn't matter what's happening in my life when I step through the doors. There's a different atmosphere. And if I get In his presence. Who knows? By the time I go home, he may fix whatever is wrong. And if he doesn't fix that, he's gonna fix me so that the next time it raises his ugly head, I've made up my mind, hallelujah anyhow. Hallelujah, anyhow. Listen. There's enough power in the house right now, right now, in this place, that you don't have to leave here the same way you came. Why? Because Jesus, if the Holy Ghost is in us and we are in Christ, then Jesus is in the house. Wait a minute, why do you say Jesus in the house? Because Jesus, through the Holy Ghost, is in us and Jesus wherever he's at he can't help himself he's full of blessings and when the praises go up the blessings come down there's something in the house I don't know about you but I came to bless somebody devil's on the front row guess what going to preach? I'm going to preach till something drop off. I wonder, are you catching what the Lord is throwing? Are you getting your peace back? Are you getting your joy back? Do you got a made-up mind? I'm going to leave out of here praising, thanking, hallelujah. He's good. He's good. He's good. He's, good. He's Good. In the house, in the house, in the house, in the house. The first thing we gotta make up a mind. I'm a blesser. Turn, turn to somebody. I'm a blesser. I know now. I'm a blesser. God in me is a blessing. The God working in me is a blessing. In spite of me, he's a blessing. Inside of me, he's a blessing. I'm willing, I'm willing to bless somebody. I'm willing to love somebody. I'm willing to serve somebody. word of God to somebody. I'm willing to pray to somebody. I'm willing. I'm willing to let God be God in me. Watch it now. The more you decide to become a blessing, the more manure Satan's going to throw on top of you. If you have received what I preach, expect more trouble to come your way. But wait a minute. Notice what I said. He's shoveling manure. Don't smell good. But if you know anything about manure, within the manure is nutrients that make the seed underneath the manure get more strength. Get stronger, get more determined. So the more he throws manure on us, the stronger, the stronger, the stronger, the stronger in Christ we become. Listen. Then I'm finished. The last thing he wants you to do. The very thing he trying to stop yes, is take away uh-huh. your praise. <laughs> hold on, hold on. You got to understand this. Allow me to shut it, slow it down. Our praise that in spite of praise is going to condemn Satan on judgment day. Let me explain. Satan was a, what I believe, an anointed. Bible says that, cherubim, maybe an archangel. There is only three angels that are named in the Bible by a name. That's Gabriel, that angel who was a messenger, who is a messenger. Michael, who's an angel of war, who protects Israel, who fights Satan, and Satan, whose name used to be Lucifer, who was mean morning star. Here he was in the presence of God. And at some point refused to praise God yes, sir. It's God. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. God said, I got a trick for you. I'm going to take some dust. Y'all didn't hear that, did y'all? I'm going to take some dust. Something inferior to you. I'm going to take feeble man yes, blow myself inside of him yes. he, 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 he's, he's weak yes, he's feeble yes. and watch him yes. do what well you wouldn't do yes. yes give them trouble yes send all hell in their life but they gonna love me without ever seeing me they gonna know me and they're gonna stand up and give me in spite of praise. I dare you to try to take their praise out their mouth, try them, test them. But I declare, I got some daughters, I got some sons that in spite of what you do, they're gonna stand up in the midst of the trouble and say, Hallelujah! 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 Anyhow, is there anybody in the house? Through your trials, through your struggles, through your ups, through your downs, you can say, "I love you." and I got a made of mine. Hallelujah, anyhow. Listen, on judgment day, when the verdict is read, your anointed angel who stood in the presence of God, within the congregation of God, you used to shine with his goodness. You who knew him and one-third of the angels who left with you y'all refuse to acknowledge God as God but I got a congregation here who never seen him but yet love him who been through some ups who been through some downs and through it all and through it all and through Is God. You are condemned. Yeah. Open up your mouth, your mouth. and give God the praise. God the praise. Yeah. Open that, huh? up your mouth. Yeah. Say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. thank you. thank you. thank you. Open up your yeah. mouth. Say Jesus is in the house tell your neighbor Jesus is in the house tell your neighbor make sure they hear you Jesus is in the house don't you feel him in the house don't you feel him in the house He's all up in the house. He's all up in him. He's all in the house. He's all up in the house. Jesus is all up in the house. He's here to save you. He's here to minister to you. He's here to give you back what the devil stole from you. Peace is in the house. Joy is in the house. Love is in the house. Jesus is in the house. I don't know where you are today, but what you need is in the house. Today, let some things drop out. Don't let it go out the house with you because your healer is in the house. But if you don't know Jesus, he's here to save you and forgive you and to teach you and to fill you with Himself. I got preachers here that will pray with you, that will talk with you, that you may come to know that this Jesus is in the house and He will be in you if you receive Him today. As we stand and as a